Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one more at a time, back with his good friend, Matt, the Lumberjack Landlord. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Glad, happy to be here and excited for, I thought the first topic was awesome. Like just live in the grind. And now we're going to talk about the YouTube world. Yeah. The YouTubers, specifically finance YouTubers. Um, I actually think this recession, which probably will be two years in the making Mm -hmm. is, uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing in the YouTube landscape because Mm -hmm. it is very obvious that um you know up to this point uh there's a lot of financial education or youtubers out there that were pushing you know kathy wood stocks and everybody's buying tesla and all these things and now that is quickly rolled over a lot of these guys were being pimped or i guess prostituted by ftx yeah right with sponsors and and all of this stuff and they got lucky with timing they're very charismatic. They do all these things, but they've never lived in the real world, right? The last couple of years were not real and <laughs> they crushed it. You know, some of these guys have millions of followers. Some of them have 700,000. Uh, some have 200. That's that. That's um, as a guy who's really trying to help and has been through the battles. I will admit I'm jealous. <laughs> then there is the financial YouTubers who are negative. Every video's crash. Every video's bad. Every video's scary. They're growing faster oh, yeah. than I am. Much sure. faster. Oh, yeah. And um, that has obviously caused stress. To me, it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I just can't go that way. I do believe the next couple of years are, uh, I think all that changes. Maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe I'm hoping. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just lying to myself, which happens all the time. But I think the next couple of years is you and I document what we're doing mm-hmm. and we show that, yeah, you can make moves. You can make money in recessions. Mm-hmm. This is how mm-hmm. um, I think it's going to be fun. Like I closed on my second deal out of the MLS yesterday. That's awesome. And, and I'm going to document the videos. We're going to see how it all turns out. My first one is going to list next week for 309. I bought it for 180, 181, 181. That's awesome. So how much into yeah, it? I'm into it probably two. I'm gonna have to do the final number somewhere between 235 and 240, somewhere Beautiful. like that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So you mean after closing costs, you know, we're gonna put, I don't know, let's say 35 to 40 grand in hundred days. Mm-hmm. 120 days. We'll see. If it doesn't work, I'll document that too. But yeah, I I, I I think I think the next two years are gonna be are going to come our direction because people are going to realize, Oh my God, these guys actually do these things. They're not just, you know, financial YouTube YouTubers living in Vegas 
popping off about this or that craziness. So it's, it's going to be fun for us, I think. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, YouTube goes away for me tomorrow. I'm still doing exactly the same thing. I just have three more hours in my week. <laughs> you know, I mean, I was looking at it and, and I was talking with Ashley about it, Mrs. Lumberjack. And, and I was like, three, four hours a week is what I'm spending on YouTube. So I get three or four hours back. I know right now it helps out, you know, 5,400 people. Um, and, you know, and that's cool. And I like to help people. And we need, I need that one to many because I can't drink any more coffee because I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I, me too. You know, hey, I'll buy you a coffee. Dude, you could buy me a coffee every minute I sit here. It's still not worth my time. No, thank you. And it could even be Starbucks. Um, yeah. but, uh, but it's not what I do. So I think that, yeah, I think looking at it, I think the, um, what does it take? So what is it? And this is a rude question. What does it take to be a follower of those other channels? Mm. Not much, not much. You can be sitting on the couch and listening and it's, you know, being entertained or scared or well, let, whatever. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about both sides, right? Cause again, yeah. I think there are two things. There are the financial YouTubers who are giving, you know, it's always not financial advice, right? So let's, mm -hmm. let's admit that it's not financial, but they were saying what they were doing and people followed. Yes. Whether that was into unprofitable companies like, um, God, what was this one guy? He was always buying, he was buying, God, what was that company name? It was, it's like never made one, any money. There was one pretty big name that was buying nonstop Tesla. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I got to look him up. What was he buying? He was buying like good something, good cosmetics or something. Oh, interesting. I don't know that guy. That's yeah, his, his name's his financial education is his channel. His, his first name's Jeremy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know the name, but I got You know, as it. as as you're looking that up, you know, as we were going through it, and this is oh, the chef. He was buying the chef. Uh, it was a fat like prepaid meals that never made any money. Oh, he kept yeah, 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 yeah. In in good cosmetics or something, Jessica Alba's company. It's um. He's now admitted that was a mistake and he got adopted to gambling. I'm like, oh, I've been there. I remember what that's like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm sorry, was, I digress. There, no, no, no. I mean, there was nothing, you know, like the last two years, it's like, this is how indicative, you know, what we went through is indicative of what everyone's going through, which is for the last two years in my market, there was never as good of a buying opportunity. It was buy every great deal I could get my hands on. I did. There were even still some great deals that I passed on um, just because I was like, you know what? It is a great deal, but I also need to season and stabilize. Yeah, what you need I to have. chew on what you have. Yeah, because yeah. I don't want to get my bank nervous. You know, that's a relationship. And that's that's something where you have to be open and honest about it with the bank. And then they can say, hey, you know what? You've done a ton of deals. We support you in all of them. We think they're all great deals. What we'd like to see now is you slow down a little bit and season some stuff. Yeah. And this is a bi-directional relationship. And so, and I know that I can tell them no a few times, mm -hmm. but I can't tell them no all the time. Right. And so it was like, Hey, I bought this one and here's why, or, Hey, I bought this one and here's why. When you have, when you have a bank that's buying something that's, that's 70% of the money in all your deals, you, you kind of should listen to them because they can shut me off anytime they want. But I think that for me, the last two years were crazy. And I think that's what it's going to be like for you the next two years. I think the best buying opportunities, I still believe in the next 24 months, you and I will buy the biggest pieces of property we've ever bought in all our lives. Uh, yeah, I agree. I uh, I didn't agree with it when you first said that, but as this, this has unfolded over the last 90 days, I think you're absolutely right. I, I Yeah, it, 
We might buy several bigger than we've ever yeah. bought before. Yeah. We are in position, right? We are in position because of having been amazing operators of our businesses, understanding the ebbs and flows, understanding how to control costs, understanding that just because money was pouring in the last two years, we didn't spend every dime of it. We still built reserves. We still increased capital. You know, we did all of these things right, like a bank would want to see, because a bank has to lend out money. What you yep. want to be is you want to be towards the top of their list of the people that they believe are the best operators, because yep. then they're going to give you their money to go spend because you're going to pay them that money back. But that's where I think over the next two years, I I have done, I wasn't, I wasn't the guy last time in the great recession. I wasn't the guy that got a phone call last time. I didn't mm -hmm. get a phone call from the bank saying, so we've got a property, right? That's happened to you. I, oh, have, yeah. I haven't had that happen yet. It's fun. And right, because not only is it like the ultimate compliment, right? Because mm -hmm. that means that they know you're going to pay the deal back because yes, they're only giving that to the guy that yeah. they know, okay, this guy's a great operator. Yeah, they're only going to call a handful of people. It will be all their strongest right. hands. So that is definitely a compliment when a bank says, hey, you want to take on this piece of shit over here? We got kind of got, it's a problem. Mm -hmm. And they're basically, this is what they told me is like, we want you to buy this. Yes. How can we make this happen? Yes. I bought an apartment building for zero down. It's awesome. You know, all I had to do was put 50K in an escrow, which I would have, I would have spent it anyway. I'm like, no problem. Yep. Now you do that by being a great operator. You do it by having a reputation with the bank. Then they know you've networked with the bank. Oh, and they know other people that I know, believe me, they checked me out, right? Yeah. They made phone calls like, Hey, this, that, oh yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things. So I was doing something with um, Cody and Christian who spoke at your event um, in, in, uh, in Fresno. Um, and so, uh, you know, I was doing something with them and we were kind of talking off camera and I said, I've not really done any real creative finance deal. And they said, we haven't really done any deal with a bank. And we're kind of, you know, they're kind of. <laughs> yeah. These guys are like 23 or 24 years old. Yeah. Got, I don't know, a hundred units combined and they've never done a deal with a bank. I'm like, damn son, that's pretty cool. It's awesome. Like that's was so cool. And so we kind of just talked about it and talked about, you know, the, the creative financing stuff. And I said, I said, Hey, this is how you do a deal with the bank. Here are the people that you need to talk to. They reached out, they did a deal and they got a $2 million deal out of the bank. Nice. And so this is, and that's all relationship and they're, yeah, exactly. And he's 22, 23 years old. These guys, I mean, good for them. That's awesome. So again, when I go back to the financial YouTubers and why I'm, ex again, I'm probably lying to myself, which is what I do as a sales guy. I always want to see the picture. So I keep working. I get it. I'm broken. But I think a lot of these uh, fraudsters uh, who were just gambling and hurting people, and then they got paid to pimp stuff, Oof. right? I watched one of these guys basically say, hey, I've got kids. I got offered 50 grand a month to advertise something. So I did it. Can't blame can't blame me. I'm like, bitch, you're a prostitute. The only <laughs> thing that happens now is we negotiate price. We know the I number's know. 50, mm -hmm. but is it now 20, 22, 10? You know, it's, I'm like, I can't believe these people, they prostituted their audience. Would you, so in the interest of just the science experiment, right? Sure. Your phone rings. Yep. You get a call from a sponsor. I have, I've had sponsors go, call me and they go 50 grand a month. Well, it's it, so here's the deal. So I have been offered sponsorships, anything in the crypto space. I've said no, cause I don't believe it. 
and I've been offered crazy numbers. I don't if if you're going to call me and you're a sponsor and I've used your product, we can talk about that. Right. 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 But if you're going to call me and like I I I'm it's I don't know what happened, but in the last 6 months or so, I get a request, probably 5 requests a week. Wow. That's great. Yeah, five, five requests a week from all kinds of stuff. Most of them I've never heard of. So it's an yeah. automatic no. Yeah. A couple I've heard of, but I'm like, I've never used it and I never would. No, thanks. So I have said no. So far, I've said no to everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I just, it's a, it's really powerful to, to know I don't need the money. And some of them, I never had a 50K request. Let's be clear. But I've had 10,000 bucks a month. And all I got to do is one video a week. Wow. That's a big 10,000 bucks. Oh, dude, fucking not a big number. I can make 10,000 bucks. You can, but yeah, the normal I... person, right? And so that's the thing that you and I have to balance, right? Which is for us because YouTube is a rounding error for us. Oh, dude. Right? I didn't even know you could monetize it when I started the channel. <laughs> exactly. And so, and that was a funny thing, like for me too, I was like, Hey, listen, I'm tired of, I was like, Dan, I was tired of having the same conversation over and over again. Here, I did a video on it. Here's a link. Go check it out. Exactly. If you have questions after that, then let's have the conversation. But that's exactly right. And so for us, you know, it's a, it's a rounding error. And yeah. I think the challenge is, is that so many of these guys depend on YouTube mm -hmm. to pay their bills. Like the mortgage guys. Yeah. The real estate agents, you know, all of these people, you know, with very few exceptions, Matt, the mortgage guy is the only guy I know of that doesn't need YouTube, but yeah, all these I other guys yeah. where their business has fallen apart, it's gone down 30 or 40% and they have lifestyle creep. Like they're in trouble. They need every single video to hit 20, 30,000, 50,000, a hundred thousand people. Yeah. They, and the, the most interesting thing is. Now it's no longer two or three videos a week. Now yeah, it's they're upping their every videos every single day, every yeah. single day. Yeah, it's it's you know? it's funny to watch these people who get definitely are addicted to the YouTube money. What what happens to them? And uh, again, their their daily business is falling. Some of them have had to exit the business before and go become other things. It's uh, it, again, I think this is going to be really fun. I hope that what happens over the next two years is the business cycle. Mm -hmm. Bust some of these guys out. Yeah. Yep. And Holy true God. operators come in. I mean, that's why I'm documenting. That's why my team does a video almost every day on mm -hmm. my projects. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just keep loading them. Why go to my playlist called property walkthroughs. You probably get four or five a week and we'll share numbers and we'll show everything. And you know, Hey, if I lose money, I lose money. If not, but that's, that's the beauty is I don't, again, I was offering, let me just tell you this. I am, so broken. So this, this guy reached, all right, it was a guy. I'm was, the company reached out to me and led with, we will pay you $10,000 a month for one video a week. Wow. If you lead with that, with me, I will delete your email. Yeah. I don't I need it. it. No. I don't need it. All right. So. Well, what's, what's yeah. really powerful about it though, too, is, is that, you know, we, because we don't need it, like it's easier for us to take the high, higher moral ground because we don't need it. And well, that, and, that, and I've lived this world before, right? The thing that bothered me about FTX in this 50 K example is you, you get that phone call. You're supposed to be in the financial space, right? And you get a call for 50 grand a month. I, this is what I would have done. I'm like, how the hell can they pay me 50 grand a month to prostitute my subscribers? How is that going to be? That's 600 grand a year. 
How are they going to make 600 grand a year or more on my audience? My brain in 30 seconds would have gone, this is a sham. This can't work. It's sponsorships are supposed to be profit generating. And if you get offered 50 grand and you know that your subs can't, you should have known it was a fraud. I mean, that would have been a red flag. That would have been a screaming red flag. Like, damn, there is something broken here, right? You are trying to buy influence and, I mean, that would have been the thing. I mean, that's the thing that screamed about FTX to me is how can how how can this be real? Well, that was the thing, you know. So we're both sports guys, right? So they were putting their name on so much stuff, and you're like, and having been around as long as we have, we know that's pretty expensive. Oh, dude, no kidding. You know? And and we had one of the best examples of it when the Patriots uh, Stadium was named CMGI Field. I remember CMGI. They went from 198 bucks a share to like a dollar and ninety a dollar ninety a share, and then it became Gillette Stadium like a year or two later. And so we we've seen that, but I've been here, yeah, it, it's but it's scary though because you look at it and it's like you know I honestly thought outsider looking in I very 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 little crypto. I thought that SBF was really smart when he talked, and I was like, this is your typical bottom of the basement guy. That's really super sharp, knows this stuff inside now. And if I had gotten that call for 50,000 bucks, my only question would have been, so how do you guys monetize that $50,000? Like what, what, what number do you have? Like, what does that return? How are you going to make money? Cause again, 50 grand a month means you have to generate about $1,500 a day in profit just to pay me. Right. How does that work? That would have been my that would have been my question because you know you and I have run businesses before we've run divisions before yeah. we've run companies before so we can I've sit spent and go, millions of dollars on marketing I mean yes. I know I know the other side of the equation I'm like and, and, and looking, it, it would have smelled so bad well you're and you're looking for like three six or eight x right x. like x x so yeah. what are my what is my fifty thousand dollars that I'm getting paid on my channel. Yeah. You need to basically do at least 150, if not 300 off of that 50. Yeah. What is it that you're doing that you can make 300? Like yeah. it, 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 I now, just to be fair, I never got the call, never got the email yeah. from FTX. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. never, I was too small for them, but yeah, I, I just, I will never put anybody on and I never have. Right. I only, only talk to, you know, people that I've, I've, I've used and that's how they get on the channels. Like, all right, that kind of worked. Right. Like Stephen Dow. Right. He financed like he was telling me 30 year money on apartments. I'm like, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, Here's sure. an apartment building. Let's see. Oh, shit. 30 year sub four. I'm in. Yeah. I think you can help people. Right. So, yeah. Well, and that was exactly it. Like Steve was great. And like and then like the same thing with my product reviews. Oh, you I did a 50, 40, 10 with Steve. We did. We did oh, a 50, wow. 40, 10 with him. Worked out great. You know, the, the, the renter slash old owner is happy. We're thrilled with the deal, but it's like, for me, it very much is like with you. It very much is experiential. What was my experience with them? Have I used the product? Like I get contacted because of the land, lumberjack landlord review product, product reviews. I yeah. get contacted all the time by companies. Now they oh, send it. Awesome. They're like, Hey, we'll send you the product. And they go, I literally write them back. I say, absolutely. You can send the product. I will absolutely install it. And then I will do a review after I've used it for six months or a year. So I can tell people exactly what the experience was, but I'm going to tell them you sent me the product for free in most cases. In fact, in all cases, everything that I've used so far and I've done a review on so far, I've literally bought and paid for myself out of my own pocket to use in my, in my properties. And so 
as these other vendors come along, it's like, yeah, sure. You want to send it to me for nothing. I'll do a review for you, but only after I've used it. And right. people are going to know that it was, you sent it to me and I didn't pay anything for it. Yeah. It's, this is why I think the next two years are going to be amazing for you because I think there will be something that will pivot in the algorithm where posers and fear mongers will go away and yeah, people maybe. who are hopeful and doing the work and sharing the good and the bad called operators. Cause it's not always good. That's no, that's, it's not. It's not always good. I think, I think, you know, I think in two years, right. Cause you and I both been doing this for over two years now. I think the next two years, I think there's going to be some point where the algorithm actually encourages us, but we'll see. I don't disagree. I think, I think what's going to end up happening is eventually people get sick and tired of being sick and tired. They eventually get sick and tired of being sick and tired and listening to everybody else's sob story. Like enough is enough. Like I'm tired of listening. So I got to find out what my, what my way is. Yeah. And now I'm going to do a bunch of search trying to find my way. We're going to talk about that in video number three, before we get there, where can people find you? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube and Instagram and my live stream Sundays at 1130 a.m. Eastern time. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Mike.